It's time once again for Portland's Food Scene Podcast. It's right at the fork with uh, Chris Angelus, your host from Portland Food Adventures. And Court Johnson over there with the red hair. And the the palm tree shirt. Really I got palm cool trees. Shirt. I got palm trees. I've got uh, a pelican on this. I've got palm tree pants. I don't really? know if you noticed oh, my I didn't shorts. See those. And I whipped out my uh, Forrest Gump <laughs> Nike. Uh, what are these? They're called the uh, Nike uh, Cortezes. Wow! Too Nike. bad this is a podcast. This is just an. Uh, I'll take a picture. Audio medium. I'll take a picture and post it. Why the Why the garb today? What Why the? Well, you know, it's it's we're in the waning days of summer. Yes, Kids the smoky waning days. Smoky waning days, days of summer. Uh, <laughs> we're about to go back to school in my family, and I thought, you know what? I can't get away with wearing this type of outfit for much longer. So I don't necessarily know that you should have gotten away with it today. <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. No, it looks good. I, I can't wear a shirt like that, or I've never been able to because it's just too much attention to you know, my hey, upper body. Here's something I learned uh, <laughs> years ago visiting London, you know, which is very fashionable. And I saw men wearing clothes, and women, but I noticed the men more wearing clothes. That My first reaction was like, oh, my, oh, my, why is that guy wearing that? And then I thought the confidence of that guy to wear that and not giving a shit what anybody thinks about it and so there you are so then i thought you know what good on them that's something we all should apply in our own lives is just own it like who do what you want to do yeah i think it's great i think it looks great i was just giving you a hard time i I know you were but but i also find it amusing to i'm going to reference facebook that you referenced wardrobe in london on this podcast and just this morning i posted a picture you know, on the memories. Oh feed. yes, I saw that picture. I posted you a picture in of me in London at, in 1970. I think yeah. I got the room, the year wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had this uh, big I old. Think col- I looked pretty good. Oh, you looked great. Yeah, and so you know, my whole childhood, I was told that I had to lose weight every day. I was told I had to lose weight, and I look at this picture, and there's no way. Yeah. I had to, we should put it. Maybe we'll attach it. Because we can put it with in this the, episode, this sure. episode yeah, on, yeah. on right at the fork. Com. It. Mm-hmm. The only thing, but speaking of wardrobe, is my collar was oh, really seventies. It almost went to my shoulder. Yeah, but that's back right now. It looks so good right now. Is it really? Oh yeah. Oh good. I'll totally. I'll see if I can. What fish old is that new out. and old new is n- old or something. Like we that. were going to make this introduction short. What we happened? were because uh, we've been waiting to talk to her. Uh, Brooke is back. Brooke is back. Mm-hmm. Is there a musical accompaniment with that that we can? Come up with? Well, I go doo 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 doo. Yeah, so uh, Brooke Jackson Glidden from uh, Eater is mm-hmm. back with us. She was here, she's been here a few times now, and we're honored to have her come on the podcast and talk about what's new, um, what's coming down the pike, what she's excited about. We went a little long and we never got to talk about what closed. Right. And uh, we didn't talk about her favorite. Like heritage spot. Heritage or, spot. Uh, we never got it. Yeah. So, but it, um, what was it? She mentioned it. was it. Uh, uh, Papa. Oh, Papa Hayden. Papa Hayden, yeah. Right, right. So, um, wait, let's, can you edit that? Yep. And we never got to talk about the heritage spot that, that Brooke was going to highlight that yeah. since she's come to Portland, uh, a place that she appreciates that's been around a while, because mm-hmm. we need to appreciate those. Yeah. And interestingly enough, it was Papa Hayden, a right. place I used to go all the time when I first moved here. It was one of those staples. After whatever we did, we'd go for dessert at mm-hmm. Papa Hayden. And it's when I started gaining tons of weight, tons of Portland weight. And uh, as it turns out, we find out that uh, they're serving Papa Hayden cakes at our wonderful sponsor now at Zupan. Yeah. So you can get you can uh, check that out now, too. So it's both, loca- both coincidence locations. that we just mentioned it on, a, on a, one of our... 
we like to call them, what do we call those, advertorials or ads? Ads. They are ads. Yep. But we hope that you enjoy them enough because they're Zupans and they're wonderful people. Yep. But um, interesting that we just mentioned that, and then that's what Brooke had to talk about. We never got to it. So next time- There we go. We'll talk a little bit more about Papa Hayden. What has it been, two or three months since you were last here? Yep, I think so, because we went over some summer getaway kind of things earlier in the month, or early in the summer. Right. And now as summer's kind of waning, I'm now looking to sort of fall stuff and- Right, but if someone wants to access that information, then there was a lot there. Yes. And since then- uh-huh. I want you to, I don't know if you, yes, we did have this discussion. I had a little, I had a little go around with somebody about South Beach Fish Market. And, yeah, and, people throw in shade, right? It's right. like, and, come on. Well, it started with uh, the bow picker. Mm-hmm. And so the way that went, I, I don't need to go into it, but so there's a, there's a food writer or critic. I don't, I'm not a hundred percent sure. We're no longer friends. I was mm-hmm. unfriended over this. But I mentioned, she said, you got to go to the bow picker. And I just, in a fun way, mentioned, well, if you want the best fish and chips, you got to go down to South Beach. And then I, there was a little bit of a dispute on that. And then I used you as my backup to say, well, you know, Brooke from Eater did, said that South Beach was great. And then I got, uh, I got accused of mansplaining after mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. So, Yeah, it's, you know... I think people are entitled to their opinion. A critique is not a condemnation, but yeah, it's uh, it's sort of funny. People get really personal about this stuff, you know, right. and I know it because, you know, I I have those situations where I recommend a place that means a lot to me and someone says it's crap and it, oh, it's like, that's that's my whole credibility. Holy yeah, well, moly. That, that's the word she yeah. used. Like I was attacking her credibility and yeah. all I was doing was asking her not to attack ours. Yeah. So I just sent someone, uh, a dear friend, to South Beach yesterday, and she mm. absolutely loved it. I really do like it there. And I, I've been there four times since we last spoke about it. So. Yeah. But, I had to go. Actually, last time I was in Newport, we did Fourth of July there, and it's really hard for me not to go. Get yeah. Just like a little bit of halibut. Yeah, well, the, but the salmon is also. The salmon also, is really you, great, yeah. Because it's not on all the menus, so you order the captain's platter. I'm telling everybody my little secret. <laughs> and you tell them to throw down two more salmon. Yep. It comes in under 20 bucks, and you yeah. just it's worth the drive from Portland just to have that and drive back. Gotcha. That's the way I, that's, I think that. Yeah, you know, I, where did I, I was just in Ashland mm-hmm. um, for a trip, and the smoke, I think that's really what kind of did me in. Uh, the smoke down there was just terrible. Um but we went back to Peerless, and um, we went to um, that Vietnamese place. I believe I mentioned it, but we went back, and it was just as good as last time. And the the service there is just so great. Um, and I'm I'm sure you went back talk. just to confirm that what yeah. you said on Right at the Fork still right. s- still stood up. T O K. That's it. It's it's sort of like T-O-K? a yeah. It's it's really kind of a lovely spot. It's in sort of a a mall kind of thing. It looks a little. Um, you know, iffy. From mm-hmm. but once you're inside, it's it's really kind of lovely. Now we're going to hear from the developer. Yeah, about that. Just a little iffy. I'm gonna. <laughs> yeah. I, I won't go farther than that. Yeah. Um, so have we? I've mentioned it. We just or uh, we will have released when your podcast comes out. Mm. Also, Chantel from Salmonberry Saloon. Have you gotten out there yet? No, I don't think so. Okay, you got to do that. So okay, I'm so list. excited about that, and then. Um, also, um, I've always loved local ocean seafoods, which I know you love. So love it there. I'm working on the date would be November 5th, I think a, an Oregon coast Portland food adventures dinner at That'd Olympia so Oyster Bar with, with Enrique from 
from Local Ocean Seafoods and um, and also Mike from Salmonberry Saloon. So that puts the pressure on Enrique because I haven't heard back from them yet. So. Oh, there you go. But he'd said he wanted to do in something court. in Portland, so I went ahead and started planning this. If he brings the Dungeness crab soup, I will go in a heartbeat. That stuff is like my jam. Okay, Dungeness crab soup. Enrique, are you listening? <laughs> or Laura, anybody from Local Ocean Seafoods. All right, we have limited time until, yep. actually, have you ever met Micah Camden? You know, I haven't met him face-to-face. You're going to meet him today. Oh, because wow. Because he's coming in uh, in about... 33 minutes if he's on time. Oh, that's going to be And he will exciting. be on time. It yeah. sounds like that. He seems like a guy who would be on time. And mm-hmm. he was excited about coming on the podcast to talk about Super Deluxe. Oh, talk, my gosh. Talk so about, much fun. Talk about um, segues. Let's move into Super Deluxe. Because you're here to talk about some of the new stuff that has come online in the yeah. last couple, three months. And that's one that I've been to and really enjoyed. And I actually got in there. The, the people have been talking about lines. The no drive-through huh? was pretty crowded, but we I got a parking spot, and we walked right in. We're the cool. first people to order at about 6.45 on a Thursday night. Things must be coming down. I, I went on the first day. I've been a couple times. I went on the first day, and it was a madhouse. But I had a great meal. I had... Um, their chicken nuggets are really incredibly tender. They it were feels, out of them when I went. Oh, what a bummer. I know. They What they're tossing them in, it must be like a mix of paprika or something. It's It's really lovely. Um, that's a also a true American burger right there, you know, like with the onions that are, they almost, they're not quite caramelized, but they got something going on there. It's a, mm-hmm. it's, it's saucy and delicious. And it's big. It is. For it's six, not planned. What is it? Five ninety five or five seventy five? Yeah, everything's really reasonably priced there too. I, I feel, um, the, the real fruit fizzy waters are really fun. Um, kind of remind me of stuff I made as a kid, you know, kind of a, a date on the Italian soda, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, really lovely. Um, and I had a great shake there. Um, I've had readers saying they've struggled to get shakes there since. I know they, I think they broke their uh, milkshake machine because there were so many people in there that first day. They didn't have them when I went. There yeah. was, I don't think they were available. Yeah. I'd be, I'd be interested to hear what happened there. But um, Well, we got, we'll note that question. Yes. Yeah. But I, yeah, I was, I had a great meal. Good. Yeah. And by the way, you can stick around and, and help Hang. with the interview. With if we have room, <laughs> we got mics. Court, we can we do this? I don't have another. I, you can take my mic. I'll wave. I'll wave. I'll I'll do a, one of these. All uh, right. Uh, peace sign. Or you could It'll just be, be here for the first to talk about Super Deluxe, and yeah. then and then yeah. And I'm sure you have things to do. I'm appreciate you. I'm going to crawl back into bed. That's probably going to uh, be. The first. All right. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So uh, what's up next? What else do you have? So we the idea is to talk about. What new has, and ha, what's new and wonderful that people need to know about what's coming online that you're excited about? Yeah. And then I asked you to highlight one classic Portland restaurant right. that as the relatively new editor for Eater Portland mm-hmm. that you've discovered since you've been here. For sure. Um, so in terms of new and notable, the places I, I keep coming back to, um, I have been really excited about, I know this is not... Reagan groundbreaking, but I really have been enjoying Canard. I've been back several, several times. I, I knew that was coming. Yeah, I mean, everyone's going to mention it, right? I mean, it's really worth it. It's, you know, I think the really underrated thing to do there is go there for breakfast. I was just going to say, we went yeah. and there weren't a lot of people. So yeah. it's a good, good opportunity. Again, to, and even, even more reasonable than dinner. Like mm-hmm. it's really reasonably priced. I've been wanting to make it my office and just pop in, get a coffee, you know, I maybe can't do a duck stack every day, but they're the harissa carrot bowl that they do. 
um, you know, something, something kind of healthy. And, you know, that makes me feel a little bit better about going to <laughs> and eating all of that foie and duck fat gravy uh, all the other days. Um, but I, I do really like it there. Um, speaking of healthier things, I like La Luna a lot. Um, I That's the um, your neighborhood restaurant group. Uh, mm-hmm. They're... Uh, new cafe. So if you like Sympatica Dining Hall, this is, it borrows from that, but it feels very different to me. Um, it's got kind of that, you get, you know, your loaded biscuit sandwiches, uh, which I think everyone loves, uh, especially in Portland. But, um, you know, you can also get smoothies with a little bit of CBD in them if that's how you roll. Um, and that's all legal now, right? Yep. Because, mm-hmm. wow, that's good to hear. Yeah. I want to say it was Senate Bill. Yeah. 10, 50, 10, 15. Um, but it was, yeah, signed into law, essentially allowing people to get a license through OCC or just a certificate if they're a licensed business. And they can use CBD because it's um, derived from hemp. It's not high enough THC to right. get people. So that's why, uh, that's how Vitaly's doing his... His dinner. His dinners, uh-huh. right. I was wondering how that happened because, you know, leather stores started doing some dinners but they, you know, uh, kind of on the sly mm-hmm. a couple of years ago. And, uh, but now they're out there with them. Yeah. You know, so. Why not? That's cool. Yeah. It's a, it's a wild, wild west of that kind of stuff. It's interesting to see how things will shake out. Um, but, you know, I mean, people dig CBD and it has nothing to do with the weed experience. People want to relax and, you know, it's, it's kind of cool to be able to do that. But speaking of, um, another place that is serving it and a place that I'm really excited about is um, Smallwares reopened over on Fremont, which is near me where mm-hmm. I live. And uh, that is so fun to see that open again. I'm not I'm not like hyped on oysters. I'm not someone who like goes to town as like, oh, man, I'm super excited to go get, you know, a dozen on the half shell. But I love her oyster. Um, so I'm really excited to see that back in business. Um and I also, you know, I was going to Wares pretty much when Small Wares closed. I was, I was there a lot. Um, it's kind of one of my hangouts. So, and I was, when it first opened, you weren't in, you weren't living in Portland, no, so you had to make a trek. To I came go to, to visit. I came to visit. Nice. And you know, because I, yeah, my family's in Eugene, so and I, I would always eat in Portland when I was home. So, um, yeah, that one was really fun. I'm really excited about and that. And we love Johanna, and we oh, have to yeah. have her back on the podcast. She's, she's really kind of a cool, down to earth person. I really like talking. Yeah, about. and she works really hard. Yeah, she does. So especially now, mm-hmm. I haven't had a chance to ask her. I'd like to do it with her sitting in that th- chair. Mm-hmm. How she's doing with two places? Because yes. she's uh, fairly high, strong with one. Yes. And so, uh, and by that I mean she's just really. Wants to make sure everything's perfect. Right. So mm-hmm. with two, it's got to be a little, you know, it's a little different experience for her. Yeah. It'll be interesting to hear. I, I'm interested to check in with a few people who recently are doing the two restaurant thing. Speaking of, um, I think of Kachinka, which mm-hmm. I just love Kachinka. Like I love the new Kachka, but Kachinka is just my jam that I, you know, the other day uh, I met a friend uh, for a drink over at the Elvis room and I walked on down to Kachinka and treated myself for dinner, and you know, I got myself a big bowl of uh, dumplings and the half sour pickle juice, and that's just I could do that all day, you know. Like, hey, that half sour pickle juice, I would drink that like Gatorade. It's my jam. I love it so much. I love half sour pickles. I never see them around here, and you know, it's it's so casual. It feels so easy. It's at a really reasonable price point. To me, that's kind of in my my realm of ideal restaurant. Um, my platonic ideal of restaurant, my number one 
in terms of like my heartthrob restaurant is probably Han Oak in terms of it, how it balances really um, exceptional execution with like very casual feel. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Kachinka's in that same world of, you know, you're getting really fun, playful food. Uh, it's done well. And you're also getting it in a really casual space. I yeah, kind of feel like that. I don't know if you would if you would say that canard is that casual, but I get that same kind of feel there. Yeah. You just walk in and it's comfortable. It's not that expensive. Right. You can you can decide what you want to do. Same That's thing. exactly right. And you, you know, I I <laughs> did I tell the story here that the other I was in line at Ron Tom's, um, you know, in the bathroom line. I was so frustrated. I left Ron Tom's, walked down the street to Canard, went to the restroom, and then. Ordered a glass of wine and a steam burger. And I was living my best life. You know, like that's the thing. When you're so frustrated with another place, just, you know, walk to Canard. Yeah. You can you can live it that way. You can do the parents are in town. And you know, geographically thing. it is just about at the epicenter of Portland. So it is. from anywhere it's about yeah. the same distance. I think that should be the move. Everyone, it doesn't matter where you are, you could be in Gresham. Walk to Walk to Canard. <laughs> no. Uh, no, I really like there. Um, I've also been really enjoying a lot of the wine bars that have opened mm-hmm. outside of Canard. Um, I think OK Omens is a blast. Um, their new happy hour um, is such a fun thing to do on a Sunday. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you get a $28 bottle of wine. It's really good wine. And you're getting, you know, that cool fried chicken. And it's it's so funny because, you know, I think Justin is really kind of having fun. Justin Woodward. Justin Woodward. Um and I, I think, yeah, I, I really like OK Omens. And I like going to Enoteca for wine. I'm really excited that they are doing such an inexpensive happy hour as well. Their late night happy hour, all bottles are half off, mm-hmm. which is just ridiculous. And uh, if you're in, like a wine nerd, I really do think that Enoteca can be a fun place to hang out. Well, there's, yeah, there's some crawls you can do now if you're a wine nerd. We it's went funny to, you say I that. went to OK Omens uh, also. I've been there mm-hmm. a few times now. And yeah. uh, the, what the um, the cheddar cheese? Yeah. Uh, uh, why is it not beignet? Beignet, right? Yeah. Cheddar cheese beignets are really a nice way just to start out, just yep. to whet your appetite right. and go from there. There's a lot of delicious plates yeah, there. An amazing dish there that was a play on something he does at Castagna. That is essentially he brines. I shouldn't say brine. He braises beets in pickling liquid, and then fully chills them slaps them on a cast iron so they get like charred on the edges Mm -hmm. and then he puts those i believe either over or under a tartare it's similar if you've been to castagna he does like a beet chip that he fills with a tartare it's a kind of a play on that and it's it's really tasty and there's there was a uh rosado on their menu a lambrusco that is so good with it. It's so, I mean, I was thinking about that wine for weeks. I was just, I would wake up in the middle of the night and like text my friend I had it with and go, can we go back? Can we find it again? It was so delicious. I had a good orange Spanish wine and you're not going to hear those. me talking about orange wine. wine. Well, wine wine, too yeah. much. So mm-hmm. I really enjoyed that. And I, I have to say, I'm really enjoying the experience of going to these wine bars and a tech yeah. and Estrana too. Been yeah. there a couple of times and we had, and I haven't eaten there other than the event that yeah. I had there. Right. Oh, okay. the food I thought was fantastic. So yeah. um, you know, it's it's got a it's got a lot of Nostrana roots going yes. through that food. So mm-hmm. it's fantastic. And you know, it's such a fun place. I I brought my mother to Nostrana. Um, she was in town, um, and it, it, that's such a you know a, a fun little thing to do is like have guests. You start at Enoteca, you have a glass of wine, maybe a little bite, and then you can go. And if you want to do those four, yeah, right. 
I yeah. would add Kachinka into that mix now because I've been yeah. telling people, okay, Omens, Anateka, Canard, and now Kachinka. That would be your yeah. little. Yep. It's, it's, uh, it is kind of fun to have that sort of level up experience. Like, okay, I'm going to start here and then I'm going to level up and do the sort of finer dining experience there. Though, you know, Portland, nothing is, is too formal, I think. Everything's pretty accessible. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't been, I had a formal meal in, in Portland in a while. But anyway, mm-hmm. so yeah. keep going. Have keep you, going. Oh, let me ask, yeah. have you been, I want to get there and I haven't been, I tried to, but it was closed today. Sugar Pine, have you, are you going to mention oh, Sugar Pine? Oh, I've been so many times. Yes, I so love, many times. love, love Sugar Pine. I can't, it's like my Saturday thing now. I go out, I go swimming, I've had a ton of guests in from Boston. So, you know, oh, you're in town. Here's what we'll do. We're going to go out. We're going to do the gorge thing. Uh, maybe pop in a river of some kind. And then we go to Sugar Pine for lunch. It's it's so easy. Um, you can really go 8 million different ways there. I really like their grilled cheese. They're putting mascarpone in the cheese, which makes it a lot creamier, which is so smart. Um, with the waffle iron, which is also sort of fun and playful. Uh, their um, Sundays, their fr- soft serve is really great. Um, and I actually really like their salad. I've, I've gone and gotten that salad a couple times because it's, the whipped feta at the base is so lovely. They roast some vegetables, which are, it's again, that sort of swipe ability. And they have a nice um, house green goddess that's sort of, I'm not a gal who usually is like, let me talk to you about a salad, but I really do like this salad. <laughs> well, that could be it, the salad podcast. Yeah. You could oh, do God. that. The whole that, that would be hard for me. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I, I actually, I think it's, I love listening to your descriptions of yeah. the dishes because I'm one who can't, I couldn't even remember beignet a minute ago. Yeah. So um, it's nice having someone more youthful and with a better memory and uh, so articulate to yeah, go through so these some of the dishes instead of just saying this is a great spot. So yeah. it's it's a f- I'm glad you reminded me of it though because that yeah that's that's my hangout. I like it out there. Good. So yeah. what what don't I have to remind you of? Oh well, now um, I I think off of that. Um, I don't know if we've talked about Master Kong, which is... Um, Never even heard of it, so really? we haven't. Yeah, so it is a sort of homey Chinese place out, I want to say, division in that 82nd neighborhood. Oh, I have heard of it, yeah. They do a jumping, kanji, the sort of like the homey stuff that really... I think Sam Bacall, in her Portland Monthly Review, said the wonton soup made her weep because it was like so nostalgic for her, and I really love it there. I think... It's a if you haven't had like a salt pork congee with a hangover, then I don't know how you've survived because they do a great one with a lot of ginger in it, and it's it's so soothing and homey, um, and also these sort of I don't know quite how to describe them. They're sort of like a a soup dumpling meets a a steam bun. They're they're great, um, which reminds me of another one that just popped into my head, which is Cargi Gogo. Um, if you like Georgian food, they're mm-hmm. doing the sort of Georgian equivalent of a soup dumpling um, up there. Um, and they're, you know, they've done a lot for introducing Portland to Georgian food. You know, kachka in terms of its understanding of Slavic and, and um, Soviet food, I think is really important. Um, it's so interesting, though, to get a, a distinct look at Georgia, you know, which is such a, you know, it, the kachapuri, when they had their cart, um, there was so great. So now you get this opportunity to kind of Try some of the vegetable dishes and sit down and really explore the menu and learn a little bit more in a, in a, a sit-down space, which I think um, works a little bit better than a cart when you're just going Always. in and out. Yeah. Always. Right. Um, 
Yeah, I have to try that place. Mm-hmm. But Court it reminds us we need to find reasons to have hangovers so we can go enjoy it. <laughs> do you need reasons to have hangovers? I, d- I generally do. I'm not a big drinker, but right. I can I can get one once in a sure, while. Sure, okay. I can get mm-hmm. one on. So, um, so have you been to the new uh, to May at Dame yet? I haven't. It's so funny. I think I'm going to try to pop in there in September. Okay. Um, because you know I, I love. Her food so so much and um, just her i have yeah, she's i went last i think it was last week or two weeks ago on the monday night i didn't go for the full thing yeah. which by the way that's still a lot of food on monday night it's the yeah. meat, meat and three <laughs> the meat and three that she does yeah which is more than three yeah so um <laughs> she's not playing we we were really full leaving there but it the space is just like maya uh, you know, succeeded and grew into this beautiful mm-hmm. space because it's not, it's a little, you know, more gentrified. That Dame is, Dame is different than the back of Old Salt. Yeah. And also I just noticed Maya is, be, has become like she's performing on Broadway in New York. Mm-hmm. It's, there's, she's, she's a storyteller. Well, she's a storyteller, but she's also told the same stories on the same dishes uh-huh. so many times now that it's it's got the feel of you're sitting in, in New York at a play. Yes. And uh, there's nothing wrong with that, but you can just, if you're mindful of the fact that she's done this now, what, for two years, the same dish? Yes. So uh, Or similar dishes. She changes right. her menu. Well, I think that's but, such a smart move for her in general to have something that's like, because if you really want, no, I want like her fried chicken. Like I, I, I've been thinking about her fried chicken or her greens. I have to have those. She can do those. She can do those. They're out. But then she gives herself an opportunity to be creative and mm-hmm. and make new dishes. And, and that way she gets the balance. I think that's, you know, she's she's courteous to her diners in two different ways. Oh, my God. She's overboard. Yeah. I won't say overboard, but she's so sweet. And oh, even yeah. via email ahead of time to make mm-hmm. sure. And she greets everybody at the door. Yeah. You know, there's never going to be a May without Maya there. Yeah. It's, that I know of. You know, I can't how, how could you do it? Yeah. So that's, uh, and, and, and now it's just to make everybody aware, it's just, it's Mondays and Tuesdays now at, mm-hmm. at Dame, as opposed to the old Monday and Wednesday. Yeah. So you would look that up at MayPDX.com, I yes. believe. If, try to stand yourself a reservation. It's worth it. And she told me that she's out to winter now yes. with the opening of the restaurants. Yeah. So. She, she told me crossing her fingers for November, but no promises. Okay. Um. Yeah. Well, that's not quite winter, so good. I'm sorry yeah. if I misrepresented Well, that. we'll see, because you may have talked to her more recently than I have. Um, Two weeks ago. Yeah. No, she was saying crossing her fingers for November, but, you know, I mean, it's it's such a, that that situation out there is pretty tough in Cully. Um, you know, and that would be a very good lead-in to uh, coming attractions, um, which I would be happy to do. Are you down? Oh, I'm down. Great. Let's hear it. What's coming yeah. down the pike in Portland? So Yonder and Magna um, in that neighborhood are both really high interest for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm at a point where I am not naming months because things have been pushed across the board recently. And that has had a lot to do, from what I'm hearing from restaurant owners, to do with permit backups. Um, people, I think uh, Portland is cracking down a little bit more on um, the essentially the order of how permits are sort of put in. And if, if all of your construction is done on the, the shell side of things, that's when you need to fight. It, it's a long, annoying story. But a point, point is a lot of people have been pushed back a little bit. Um, but both of those restaurants should 
be in the, you know, the fall, maybe, maybe winter. Where is Magda going to be in relation to where uh, Yonder's going to be? I believe they will be right on the same street, but let me... Okay, that's all right. It's yeah. not... It's, people yeah. will find it, and it's been a while. Yeah. There's a guy, Carlo, who's mm-hmm. been previewing and doing sa- menu mm-hmm. testing forever and yeah. posting it on Instagram, and you yeah. know it's going to be great. Oh, so I'm so excited. I yeah. am too. And, uh, you know, I think... That particular type of food, the the Filipino thing, it's 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 a really unexplored area in Portland. There are a few really good places, but I think being able to really dedicate um, something really special and and creative and and unique to that cuisine is going to be so exciting. I found kind of a heartbreaking old review. I want to say two thousand eight. Um, in the Oregonian that said Filipino food like just isn't good. Essentially, it was like the lead of this review. I, I tweeted about it, but it, you know, I think there's a lot of interesting cultural depth in Filipino food. So I'm really, really excited for that restaurant to open. I a little uh, anecdote. Mm-hmm. I met Carlo when yeah. he was at Clyde Common, mm-hmm. and they were doing a little media yeah. thing. And I met him, and within two minutes. I, you know, his personality just shines. And I said, man, we need to do something. I didn't know him yeah. at all. I didn't know his food. We need to do something together. So we planned a Portland Food Adventures mm-hmm. dinner. And about, I don't know, a month later, he mm-hmm. writes me and says, hey, do you mind if I just kind of do Filipino? Yeah. Because I, you know, I said, whatever you want to do, man, it's your night. Showcase mm-hmm. what you want to do. So it was the first time in Portland that he'd been able to do that. And it was so, two things. The food was so good mm-hmm. and interesting. Everybody loved it. We had a really nice group there. But Carlo was so excited about it. You could just tell his energy when he was talking about Filipino food was a really high energy level, much like Maya. You yes. know, talk about two people over in the same area. Mm-hmm. And um, so I'm just, I, I think it's going to be great that he gets to do that. And I also think. Without a doubt, Carlo is one of the nicest guys I've met. I want both of those people to be super successful. Like, they're yeah. both very lovely people. Um, so, you know, very excited about those spots. Speaking of places, though, that it's like, it's been a while. We're, we're counting down Bullard. <laughs> <laughs> I put my finger up. I knew that's what you were going to uh, yep. say. Yep. Um, I hear winter. I hear early that's early 2019. Two, two years now? Yeah. But I think the hotel is, is close enough that... We're at the point where we can actually kind of settle in. I think, um, you know, also Doug's been a little bit more like, okay, we're moving, we're grooving right. on, on Instagram and stuff. So, very well, excited about that. Well, that may be because he's getting married, yeah. too. He's engaged now. A lot of things are moving and grooving. Yeah. Right. No, he, um, I'm really, really excited for that spot. It's going to be really interesting to see what he does and, and how he's sort of create something that's completely his own. You know, that's going to be so fun to watch. And he's had a lot of time to think yeah. about it. And and he's bringing in, I saw Ricky Bella from Bedhouse Saloon, who's his buddy How that cool. he's talked about. So yeah. I, I think I saw Ricky post that he's going to be leaving Bidhouse at some point and, um, and working one. with Doug. So, yeah. yeah, that's exciting too. Doug, if you're listening, and I will send you a link to this, um, we want to do the opening for that. You remember you said you would. So <laughs> I love to put podcast pressure on people. Yeah, look, I'm, I'm telling the public. Yeah, yeah. no. Um, it's, you know, it's an interesting uh, time to sort of see, I think restaurant owners, are, they're just dying to get stuff out there. But yeah, it's it's been like sort of slow for a few things. It's funny, as I was sort of preparing for this, I was looking, I noticed a lot of the places I'm mentioning are are on that like spring and summer 
uh, anticipated opening story that we did. And that's just things have just been pushed. Mm. I think um, we may have done Bullard like who knows. <laughs> like who knows when it's going to open. It's going to open. Um, so, you know, I'm I'm really excited to see things sort of wrapping. I, I'm seeing a lot of bows being tied, um, hopefully by the end of the year. Very good. Yeah. Um, so I'm moving on to a few things that are not on that list, things that mm. I've been really excited about that I've written about recently. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of stuff is, so I should say Malka. Actually, that's where I'm going to start because speaking of my Lovelace, um, Jesse Aaron's restaurant um, is based on the carte blanche cart that she had. Um, she's right now kickstarting. Is that a verb? Can we do that? Kickstarting for I it? guess. Sure. Yeah, you can start, <laughs> we're not going to kick you out of right. here as long as it's not amazing. Amazing. Yeah. Oh God. Have I no. said the no, word? No, 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 you're good. No. Okay. I'll you're take good. it. Um, yeah. So she, her restaurant, I think is going to be really ethereal, really interesting. Um, and she pulls from a lot of different personal experiences and, and how she designs her food. It's so playful. It's so imaginative. Um, and I love just talking to her again, talking about a really sweet person that I love seeing succeed. Her crispy rice bowls are so great. Um, and I think she is getting close to sort of taking this house. That's just like a few blocks from where she grew up in Portland and turning it into this amazing restaurant space, I think is going to be really, really exciting. Um, I, I, I think that one for me personally has been the thing I've been really, really excited about just because I just don't know what she's going to do. That menu is going to be so eclectic and so different. Um, I'm really excited to see that open and have And what was there. the name of that again? That's Malka. Just in case someone was M-A-L-K-A. flipping a burger when that came up. Malka. Okay. Malka, which um, I should say, I believe that is her Hebrew name. It was also the name of her dog her childhood dog so again very personal name for a very personal project which i love those that kind of things good and yeah. thanks for bringing i didn't know about it so yay i'm glad I yeah. see, and i then now i'm uh i've just indicted myself for mm-hmm. being guilty of not reading what you wrote about oh my god i write so much i can't imagine anyone to keep up i barely keep i up. have to remember <laughs> check eater it's not something that i because i stopped email notifications on a lot of things yeah. so there's just too much to keep up with yeah but right i i, I need to you know, once a week, say, go check Eater. So Okay. Or have you here to oh, do this. Oh, yeah, this is this easy. This is the key, convenient, easy 1% way of getting this done. I'll do it, right? Um, <laughs> I want to pull um, through a few. The other one I'm really, really excited about is Botanist. Um, that is a gin bar from a guy named Robbie Wilson who was uh, managing at uh, Urban Farmer. And this gin bar, it's going to be like... I think one of the most exciting things he talked to me about was a terroir-aged martini. So it's like infusing this martini with elements of Pacific Northwestern, you know, stone and herbs and, and oh, stuff like, I like that. that. It's going to be cool. He really is interested in kind of reinventing the martini, making people sort of remember that it's not this, you know. I mean, we've we've gotten back into old fashions. We've gotten back into Negronis. You know, let's have a moment for the martini again. Let's not associate it with, you know... Dad. Dad, exactly. Um, so I'm really excited. He's going to have kind of a, a flow chart, a, a choose-your-own-adventure martini as well. So you can kind of go, okay, what's my base? Am I using what kind of vermouth? Am I going to have an olive? Am I doing a twist? It's just my kind of nerdy thing. So I'm I'm really excited about that one. And that'll be in Northwest. A ton of stuff's going to Northwest. Um, I'm thinking of Honey Milk. We'll have their brick and mortar. I was going to ask about that. Yeah. And he also has his our Outer Darkness pop-up. 
Yeah. yeah. Is that yeah, still yeah. going to happen? Is that? I believe so. Okay. Yeah. Um, Those are donuts, like high-end donuts. Yes, like. the kind of like savory, inventive kind of, yeah, right. like Blue Star Lookout, like these are some funky ones, right. which but I'm excited about. Honey yeah. milk's a big deal. Honey milk is a big deal. Um, it's going to be really cool to have them in their own space. Um, I think also it's, I mean, it's going to be interesting to see how Northwest fares, but also going to Northwest is uh, Buna. That's uh, Deepak Call's old pop-up that was in uh, Culmination Brewing, I want to say. Mm-hmm. Um, they, so that's like Kashmiri soul food is what he sort of described it oh, as. Oh, that again. I know. God. The same old Kashmiri soul <laughs> yeah. food. But it's really cool, interesting food. Um, you know, he's put in his tandoor, so I'm like really excited about that one. I love Indian food. I love Kashmiri food especially. Um, and seeing a place that's really sort of specializing in, and creating sort of a regional Indian food, I, I, that's exciting to me. Um, and this one is really, really personal to me. Another one that it's from back in the old days for me. Um, in... Independence, Oregon, which is a farm town outside Salem, there used to be a Chinese restaurant called Happy Dragon. Um, and this is, you know, it was owned by a family. Lin An Feng was their main chef. Uh, he had cooked in places like Wong's King. Um, and he just had this tiny, tiny Chinese restaurant where you could get, you know, the usual, like, I don't know, they probably had a generous, general so they had a beef and broccoli but the real thing to get there, they had an amazing pecking, Peking duck service. So they, you know, really fresh doing, they did like 12 a night. Um, and, you know, it's just like perfect, like that kind of skin that just cracks and is just beautiful. And he was doing them with steam buns. Um, and then this incredible, you know, followed by with the rest of the carcass meat, like a, like lettuce wraps, essentially. Um, I... Loved this place. You know, homemade hoisin, homemade homemade soy sauce, like totally amazing little thing. And it was like such a date move to be like, let me drive you to the middle of farm country and we're going to go get Chinese food. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um. So they have just decided to move to Portland and open something here, which is... And I did read that article yeah. and you disclaimed it. You you apologized <laughs> for being so personal. Because I had written so a review of it. Right, exactly. Yeah. I, I wrote a review when I wrote for the Statesman Journal in Salem and I just wanted to be... I wanted to cover my bases, but Why it is... Why do you have to disclaim that? You, I so, don't know. I mean, maybe they, people They didn't are gonna, pay you to do the review. No, they didn't. So no, they, they never didn't. do. So. Yeah. I, I was I was curious as to why you had to disclaim that, but you were going yeah. above and beyond just because be you want to make sure. Yeah, and it was yeah I'm, I I loved it when I was there. It was I'm just very excited to see them here and and uh, and what's that again? That is Happy Dragon. And where's that going to be generally? Unclear at this point. They essentially said we are closing in Independence and we are moving to Portland. We're gonna okay. we're gonna go. Find so you just in got on it. And I just gonna, got on. It. I'm so, really excited about it. Yes, you heard it. You heard it on either first, but if you didn't hear it there, you heard it here first. And if you didn't hear it either of those places, you heard it from Emily Teal, the new me in Salem. Oh, the new you. The new me. She uh, she's also an East Coast transplant. So. I'm, I'm actually really excited that she's down there. Good. We yeah. should probably have her on the podcast sometime. She, she's really, really smart. Good. That would really be fun because yeah. I'd like to know. I, I met someone in Salem recently <laughs> and we don't know where to go to eat. I have to refer back to your podcast mm-hmm. to know that or, yeah. or text you. Yeah. One of the two. Um, anything else? Well, I have uh, a lot. Do we have time for it? Yeah, I'll tell you what. Just reel them off. Okay. One sentence for boom, each. Boom, boom, boom. Okay. 
uh, the new Veritable Quandary alum restaurant called Normandy. Um, that one I'm really excited about, uh, mainly just because their menu looked really good. They had things like oxtail croquettes and charred octopus with chorizo, peaches, and smoked oh, olive nice. oil. Yeah, so octopus and peaches go well. Yeah, I'm actually really psyched for that one. Um, Bantam Tavern, which is prost on the west side, I guess is how I would describe it. It's going to be um, sort of a casual tavern space. Um, excited about that one. I think in the old um, uh, Laughing Planet over in Northwest. Uh, and also Tacovore, uh, which is a Eugene-based taco place that is opening a location in um, kind of the, off of on Fremont in that Beaumont Wilshire kind of area. Okay, that that it's interesting to see people from Salem and Eugene coming up because I well, did both. You know, so. Sandwich did it. So yeah, exactly. Uh, so very excited about those places. Um, I think that. And we talked about Yonder, so I actually think that's, we've gone through it. Yeah. That's all, folks? That's all, folks. All right. We yeah. came in right under the gun, too. So I'll take it. Thank you so much. Now Absolutely. you get to go home and relax. Oh, my gosh. I'm going to just watch really bad procedurals and fall asleep. It's going to be great. What are, what are you watching on TV now? What are you, what are you, what's your Netflix? What's my Netflix? I watch just trash. Um, <laughs> I've been revisiting 30 Rock. I really like 30 Rock. Um Getting into how how to get away with murder, which is not good television in my opinion, but I love it so much. Um, and in terms of stuff I really really like, earnestly, um, Atlanta is so great. I think if you haven't watched that, that's something you got to watch. Um, God, that's actually probably my number one TV recommendation well, right now. I yeah. need more of them. That's why. And yeah. Court's got always got a lot too. Yeah. I got too much. There's there's too much to watch. We yeah. got, we need to have an episode that's just that. And yeah. then while we're eating, so right, we can marry it with the food. Sure. Beautiful. Th- thank you so much, Brooke Jackson for coming Appreciate in. Happy to be here. We really appreciate it. It's nice of you. And uh, we'll look forward to the next report when you can talk about the places you're excited about and to talk about why you should have been excited about them. Perfect. Excited so, to do that. Thank you. Yep. Right at the Fork is proud to be supported by Zupan's Markets. For over 40 years, unsurpassed quality from the best meats and wines to the freshest baked goods, flowers, and more with delicious emphasis on locally sourced items. The best of the Northwest Bounty can be found at your closest Zupan's on West Burnside, McAdam, or Lake Grove. And at Zupan's.com, eat well, put taste first, love your food. Ringside Steakhouse. Owned by the Peterson family for generations, Ringside Steakhouse has long been a landmark of the Portland landscape, featuring impeccable service that has set the standard in Portland for nearly 75 years. Enjoy the finest aged steaks in Portland, their world-famous onion rings, and even Ringside's legendary late-night happy hour. Whether it's a special occasion, a business dinner, or just a great night out, make a reservation at ringsidesteakhouse.com and by San Pellegrino. Iconic, fresh, sparkling water with an extraordinary Italian heritage. It's a great, refreshing way to enhance any dining experience. Ask for San Pellegrino by name the next time you're having a great meal. Ever since its foundation in 1899, San Pellegrino has been a premium brand synonymous with style. Try it with your next meal and enjoy the difference San Pellegrino can make. Right at the Fork is hosted and produced by Chris Angeles and Court Johnson. Connect with us on Twitter and Instagram at Food Podcast PDX or on Facebook at Right at the Fork or online at rightatthefork.com. <laughs>